Welcome to the Putter League podcast with your Commissioner Patrick. Hi there, it's Ben Jemmers with another Putter League podcast. And guys, um, after the last podcast of Kobe's uh, death, we decided to get straight back on track. So Tex joined us for a uh, long podcast and we had a special guest pop in. Um, this is a much, uh, much lighter podcast and uh, we really dug deep into... Texas history in the league and uh, he struggles this year and uh, we had a really, really good fun time. So um, yeah, we're back on track guys. So this one's a lot more upbeat. I uh, hope you enjoy Stephen Tex, the winningest GM in the history of Puta. Enjoy. Hey mate. Benny. Welcome back. <laughs> wow. That was a quick turnaround for the quick turnaround bad. <laughs> well, we didn't get to actually talk about much Puta league last night, so... Yeah, I know. Did you did you listen to it back? Um, I I heard a little bit of it. I, I was actually I was in the car with my missus, and I was like, I'm gonna put on the because she actually she loves um she listens to a lot of podcasts and stuff. Yeah. So I actually got the missus to subscribe to the Put the League podcast. Hey, we're growing. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. So yeah, she was actually, um, we're listening to it for a bit today. Um, you know, Mark reached out and he just said, uh, you know, today was pretty hard for him. He listened to the podcast and, uh, you know, he just started reminiscing and get a little bit upset, but he was happy that we did it. He corrected me a bunch of times. Did you see that? Yeah. I messaged Bro. him and I messaged him and I was like, ah, oh, technically I actually said 60. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah. Then... yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, 51, I think. And he goes, he goes, I, I said, look, I said, Benny seemed pretty confident, man. He goes, he goes, don't let him override you. <laughs> That's it, bro. I said to him, we need a, fa- a fact check now, you know, like, uh, yeah. I can't, yeah, I, I even said, uh, D Wade from Duke, but I knew, he, I knew he wasn't from Duke. I was thinking Kyrie, but yeah, shout yeah. out to Mark Ush, mate. Shout out to Mark Ush. Yeah. I think right, Andrew, and, um, Andrew might be joining us. He's at work. Um, oh. I, messaged, I messaged him and I was like, you keen? You busy? Got got some time? And he goes, oh, I can probably join for 20 minutes. Nice. Um, have, you, have you sent him the link? Oh, no. I'll, um, yeah, I can get I can get in contact with him pretty, with him pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I'll send, get him to reach out. Send him the link now because he said he'll join us now for 20 minutes. Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, um, while, while we talk. But um, uh, so you've been in the league for since the start, right? Yep, yep. I was the OG, the original winner. Do you remember? Do you remember when that um what, what year that was? Two thousand and ten. Two thousand ten. I think I think our first year was two thousand and ten. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I can I can check that. Uh, no, that's all right. Um, and... we can go. I can just hold on. I got the iPad here. Uh, oh no way! Two thousand and eleven. 2011 was the first year. 2011 was the first year, and yep, I I won it with a record of uh, ten and nine. Ten uh, and nine. Do you remember? Oh, do you have your team there? Do I have the team? Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Hold on. Oh wow! Um, this is cool. That, that was the year that Sean went nineteen and oh. That's insane. Copped his copped his uh, first loss in the grand final. Uh, so my team was uh, Monte Ellis, Dwayne Wade. Uh, James Johnson, Dwayne Wade, yeah, D Wade. He was the one, man. He was the he, he took me there, man. We, he he man. averaged uh, thirty-two points that season. And wow, that, that was that the year LeBron uh, went right, or the year after, second year of the Heat. Uh, nah, the big three in the Heat. I don't think was that LeBron. Was he there yet? Or did LeBron go in? Yeah, well, they went. Dallas won the Dallas won two thousand ten. 
11 that was the first year that right was, 2010 yeah. they won 11 and 12 or 13, 12 and 13 i thought it was 12 and 13 12 and 13, yeah. 12 and 13 yeah so dallas was 11 so yeah he uh, lebron would have been on the heat then yeah but yeah i had a bit of a bit of a bummy sort of team but they got the <coughs> job done man i had james johnson sergi barker that was when he was a bit more of a beast and he used to rack up a lot of blocks Oh uh, yeah, Andre Andre Blatch, <laughs> the name from the past. No Mr. idea who that is. Mr. Big Shot. Uh, Sean will know Andre Blatch really well. Well, man, I think Sean knows your whole <laughs> team, mate. You know, Chauncey Billups, Mr. Big Shot. Ah, oh, Chauncey. Uh, Richard Hamilton, Tyreek Evans, Marcus Thornton, and Jordan Crawford. Welcome, Andrew. Welcome, Andrew. Gentlemen. How are we? Uh, how are you? Good, hey, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Just that work, taking a bit of time out to uh, join this legendary Put the League podcast. We're just, we're just reminiscing about season one, the year the year of, that I um, extinguished Sean's immor- immortal run to the title. Oh, what a great year that would have been. I wasn't <laughs> a part of it then, but, you know, I love hearing the story. <laughs> Tell me more. Uh, Tell me more about it. We can talk about this for the next 20 minutes, mate. You like the, the defeat of Sean the White Mumba. Yeah. Well, that's not Sean really the, that big of an Sean achievement, to be honest with you, to defeat Sean the White Mumba. <laughs> uh, look, Sean, back in the day when we first began, he was he was the, the one to... Undefeated. Yeah, he, he looked like he was the king. Undefeated until it mattered most, huh? Until it mattered most. Well, he'll uh, he'll let you know that his biggest mistake in life was uh, benching Jason Kidd. Yeah, there was this a Lou Williams, right? <laughs> that was for Lou. Oh, Lou Armisen. Lou Armisen. Yeah. So he benched Jason, benched Jason Kidd, plugged in Lou Armisen. It cost him the title, and and Im- you know immortality we went along with it. <laughs> you know we you know we've never questioned that on the podcast. Like, what was your, what was his thought process? benching Jason Kidd during that time. Uh, I don't know. You know? Um, like every, that's so famous in uh in, in put the league history. Look, that, that I'm, I'm gonna defend him for a second here. We've all had our Lou Armisen moments throughout our put the league career. <laughs> uh, I think I uh, who, well, who did I play last week? Ken Birch or something two weeks ago and I think the guy got me about a, a combined nine points over four games. That was, that was, yeah. That was my Lou Armisen moment for the season and the it, it hurt like hell because uh, I think I lost to I think I lost to Meng that week by about nine points. So Oof. that that was that was my definite Lou Armisen moment. Did Did week. you bench someone the stature of Jason Kidd ten years ago though? Um, no. In in, uh, in a grand final. But, in a grand but, final. But if I'd played either of my other guys, I would have got the win that week. So <laughs> it, it, it hurt like hell. <laughs> but yeah, grand, grand yeah. final. Was, um, he probably should have played it a bit safer than that. Yeah, so you got a bit too tricky. Speaking of rivalries with Sean, I, I thought I had the biggest rivalry with Sean, but it seems like Andrew has <laughs> he's, he's stepped in and he's, he's become a bit of a third wheel in the situation, and they they seem to have quite the rivalry now. Yeah, I feel like it. I was going to say it, it doesn't feel like much. Uh, it doesn't take much to um, for Andrew to get Sean on the hook, mate. You know? <laughs> yeah, they, they they they're both biting. Yeah, the it, fish it, all, body. it all started um, with, uh, with your rivalry with Sean. That's how the whole thing came about. It, it sort of became a, like Sean and McCush against uh, Tex and Andrew. Yeah. We, it was we, a bit like We that. had each other's backs and they had each other's backs. <laughs> and the, young, the young Padawan. And <laughs> right. Mark's been a little bit quiet, mate, hasn't he? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's back out of the race, out of the, out of the conversation a bit. Oh, uh, Makush. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, look, at the, you know, I thought he had the, one of the best teams at the start of the season, but a few questionable moves, I think. Um, I, he, he had a good score last week. He had Xenos, though, and Xenos went nuts. Yeah. yeah so I'm pretty sure Xenos. That was a bad beat. Xenos was the second highest score of the league. Mark, Mark's still he only just Mac beat Mark. Macush was third highest score, and he copped the copped the L. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that, like, that's one of the most hurtful things in this league is when you get yeah. when you when you're looking at all these scores, going, would have beat that guy, that guy, that guy, and, and you lose. That it hurts. Yeah, hundred percent. I've, had, I've had a few. I've had yeah, a few that's a lot. Where I've had like top, maybe not top three, but I've had a few where I've had top five scores and cop cop the cop the big L alongside it, and mm. man, it hurts. Oh yeah. yeah, it hurts. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, speaking of uh, old rivalries, mate, you uh, had the I w did, I did. Sure. It was, it was a look. Um, I've had a rough season, but I did call that that was going to be a victory on my behalf. I said it about two weeks ago in the Footer League chat when uh, he was giving me a bit of stick about my um, current wooden spoon position. I said, he said. Um, How's it going down there? And I said, I said, oh, good, but I'll be, I'll be a lot closer after I beat you next week. So <laughs> I, I, I showed confidence. I backed the team, and I uh, ended up. I think it was a over two hundred point win. So wasn't. Tell wasn't me about uh, Russell Tell Westbrook. About Russell Westbrook. Oh, can, Let can I try in here for one second? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was a big Jump on in. the chat in regards in, to that Andrew. trade. Can, that can, is... can we just say Russ, uh, Sean got Westbrooked? Hundred <laughs> percent. What was it, mate? I, I'm stunned. Can you can you can you t- tell us the whole story, text? To like, was there yeah you know, text going through? Look, Were you talking verbally? Look, How did that trade happen? I'm going to say and, that uh, I've probably to us about been chasing Westbrook from Sean for the better part of a month and a half. And I've I've been looking at these stat lines right. where he's you know been shooting poorly and turnovers, and I know I know Sean's been getting a little bit like just getting a bit sick of him. So I've been pushing. I've been I've been pu- I've been pushing a few. He was more shopping him. He was shopping him. I sort of waited till De'Aaron Fox started doing some good games, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him to bite here. So I think I sent him three or four. Um, I was trying to. I was actually trying to get um, Brogdon and Mitch Robertson off him as well in a few other packages, and then. Um, I was swinging him in Oasis one day, and he sort of just went. Uh, I don't want. He didn't want to cut bait on Brogdon yet, and he's as disappointing as Robinson's been. He still wanted to keep him, and then he actually said, "What about if we just do a straight Fox for Westbrook?" And he sent it through. Sean sent that one. Oh, through, Sean's so idea. He, he just did the pure one for one swap, and I I went on a break and I looked at it. And I um, I looked at the forecast of week fourteen, which is the week I played Sean, and I went <laughs> Russell Westbrook in a four game week against Sean. Yes, I'm accepting that trade. Because oh. <laughs> I thought this is nothing but disappointment for me. I was like, if I can at least beat Sean, I've got something to cheer for and something good came out of this year. Oh. How did you play it? Did you play I it cool? I, like, I, I yeah, went back right, I'll trade. Like, I don't want to. At it. I don't know, man. Like, you know, I, I, you know, you sure you don't want to? Because I can't remember what the other pieces I was trying to push were. Um, and he was actually like, 
because one of the packages he liked it and he just said because I was I had Bagley in there as well and he said if I hadn't have traded Bagley for Clark with um, Brad he goes I would have taken that if you'd had Clark in there so he he wasn't willing to do anything other than the Fox for Westbrook but I eventually uh, I, yeah I went I went on my next break and I was just like yeah I'm taking that done. That's insane. And the rest, Mate, the rest is history. It's, it's it is quite insane. Well, just uh, for for people who are listening, uh, reference for the last week, um, Tex did six hundred ninety six, and Sean did four hundred ninety four. Westbrook went for a massive two hundred thirty <laughs> points for the week, and Fox went for a measly sixty six. That's unheard of. <laughs> Oh, come on, boys. There's not, not a big difference there. <laughs> well, um, I put the post up on Instagram about you becoming the uh, the trade king, Tex, and you knocked Look, off our I good friend say, Andrew here. Speaking of my trades, I've had, I've had some ups and I've had some downs. I've said it to everyone. Pat absolutely ruined me with um, the Miles Turner trade because I got Blake Griffin for, I think it was about one game. And then he's, uh, <laughs> he's decided, decided to go and do surgery, season-ending surgery. Um, so, Pat, look, I'm in, in complete yeah. fairness, Marcus Morris has actually been decent. So, because Miles Turner's just been so under. He's been average. He's been shit. Average. I thought this guy was going to do great things, mm. but, like, Sabonis, oh, my God. This Sabonis, guy, mate, he's the man. Ruined. He's the man. Yeah, he's Sabonis ruined. is the man. I I knew it I knew it two years ago I knew it two years ago when I had him and then this guy's uh, popping Andrew triple doubles now. last year yeah it's insane what is, what is, yeah he's what is he's going on he's, he's, he's growing now <laughs> he's like a, he's okay, like a little Jokic like, like, thinking about like guys killing it yeah but yeah, the, the other trade that I well, um, while we've got him online uh, um Andrew how are you feeling about uh Buddy Hield. Oh, I, I, we, I think we, we've discussed this. I did it for the long term, <laughs> I sent but I'm burning right now. I sent you a message today and I said, thank you, for buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm burning with that right now. So the reason um, I hit text up, I was trying to get Jamal Murray for a while and he wasn't interested. And then uh, when Jamal Murray went down, he offered the trade. And I've got the forecaster, the playoff forecaster, and Buddy Hield only plays two games in the first round of the playoffs where Jamal Murray plays four, which is why I wanted to make the trade. So it's more for the playoffs. But yeah, I'm burning right now. Can I can I yeah. Can I ask you, Andrew, from the podcast we did with Sean and yourself and he was having shots at you about Buddy Hield, did that have any part no, of it? Be honest. Slightest. No, if none you, slightest. I'm telling you, it all it's all because of the I've got if you go onto the net and you just type in NBA fantasy playoff forecast or whatever it was. Um, Embiid and Buddy Hill both played two games in the first round. Right, okay. And I thought I might struggle with two right. of my, say, top five players playing two games. Yeah. I had no interest in moving Embiid, but Buddy Hill shooting guard, Jamal Murray's sort of, they're both scorers. Jamal Murray's playing four games in the first round. I'd rather that four games to Buddy Hill too. Yeah. I honestly can't even remember Sean giving it Fair to enough. me about Buddy Hill. I remember the Embiid and Trey Young, but did, did I don't you think guys, he brought up Buddy Hill. Did you guys Sorry, I'm a... watch that uh, Timberwolves-Kings game by any chance? I saw the very end of it. No, like the highlights or whatever. I, I was actually, I was watching that game. They were down by 22 points with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. 
That's insane. And they were also down. This was, I think, I don't think I've ever seen it like this. This was just nuts for me. They were down by 15 with two minutes left on the clock. Yeah, my mate was saying there was, um, because I'm at work now, and I was talking to a bloke I'm working with, and he goes, I can't remember what the stat was, but they're like the first team of like, I can't remember, a few hundred teams to be down 17 with three minutes left and to come back and win, and the, win game. the game. Yeah. Some, there was some ridiculous stat. Yeah. They were the first team to do it in fucking hundreds of hundreds of games. Buddy Buddy Hill just went Magic off. Magic on that. He scored 42 points today. In that fourth quarter, he, um, he shot six of six for a total, uh, I think he had 20 points in the fourth quarter on perfect shooting. Guess who the last player to get 20 points on perfect shooting in the fourth quarter was? I want to say Kobe. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant did it against hey. uh, Dallas, I believe it was. That's insane. So, so Buddy, Buddy Hill, everyone's That's finding all these nuts. Kobe facts everywhere. But, yeah, Buddy had his own little Kobe moment today. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> he's been brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. He's been going off since I traded him to you. He's, he's been going well. And they, you know what? Oh, I was spewing when I saw they were moving him to the bench. And I was like, oh, shit. Gonna yeah, put him I, got a, a, I had a smile. Role. And then he was... moved him to the sixth man role and he's like just going off. Yeah. just I think they're Loves trying it. to say it'll just give him more ball with the second unit and... It's uh, clearly paying dividends because I think they're two for two wins now since he's gone to the bench. Oh yeah, and he's yeah, and he's played really wow. well in both of those games that he's come off the bench. So well, I mean, maybe I don't, be I don't, like Lou I Will. I don't care where he's coming from if he's getting, <laughs> if, he's, if he's popping off for close to fifty fantasy points. Oh. Maybe just didn't like playing for. That's, uh, that's what I believe about Facebook. I think he just didn't want to play for Sean. I I said clearly revenge games for Sean. Um, he's a poor manager. He's not mm. a man manager. He's happier <laughs> under the <laughs> under the roost of uh, Stephen Tex than he ever was under, you know, what what I'd consider a below average manager. A below average manager. What? What, what do you think of his uh, efforts last this? week, Andrew? Sean. Oh, knocking off Sean. Uh, champagne puppy. Yeah. yeah. What? No, no, Sean. Last Against week. Tex? Last week. Yeah, tax. Yeah, what, what about? Oh, I thought we'd already week? gone over. He's garbage. <laughs> yeah, full garbage, right? Just why rubbish. Sean's, uh, previous strategy, well, thinking. He's. I mean, he said that. Wasn't he saying that because he beat Will that he was the best? And so now, if he's beaten Will and I've beaten him, doesn't that make me the best? Uh, yeah, true. Even though, even though I'm sitting well, last, he, true. He, he did. He did. <laughs> He did cast a spell on on uh, Paul Papa Will, and then that that's carried on over last week as yeah, well. Yeah, Papa Will's uh, somewhat yeah, the last couple of weeks. Uh, Even when he was winning, I think he beat uh, Newen by five to ten points that week. It was well. Um, I spoke to him today, and, and he's he's a bit nervous. He's, he's still got a gun too. He's had two two losses in a row. He's not. He's yeah. not used to uh, it. He though, needs to get a few. I mean. Get get a few off the belt. You know, a few losses under the belt, and go on a run. Uh, you you. I'd, I'd rather, that, like you, I think you guys said in the podcast with Will, like you, you almost want to get a loss though. You don't want that pressure yeah. of, 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 you don't want to go in yeah, like definitely. 18 or 19 and 0 and then you get done in like first round or something. You'd, you'd, you'd rather have one or two losses in there and just the pressure be off. 
I agree. As nice as yeah, it would be able 100% to, to I agree. Go, well, oh, he's he... an, you know perfect season and whatever. Like in this league, it's just it's so difficult, man. Everyone everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone's so well, good. You look you look last year, like me and uh, Meng. Meng was a champion. I was runner up. You look at mm-hmm. you look at the ladder this year. I'm last, and I think he's third last. So, yeah. Yeah, everyone, it's everyone, very even. Everyone knows what they're doing. It's it's a it fl- tough flips league, the table. Hey, twenty team league. Everyone like there's, there's no idiots in the league. Everyone. No, I'd no, say no, there's really. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. What's like, his name? Andrew? Why are you like, laughing at that? Is there someone you came to mind for that? No, I just like the fact that you I, know, know, I just think there's one below so average so manager in the competition. I'll just. Oh, so you're saying there has oh, to be there, one? Yeah, players. well, there is one. There's one in that I believe say? is below average. Below average. But, you're, you know. You've been you've been playing for free for a couple of years, thanks <laughs> to that person, haven't you? Oh, I love him. Keep bringing on that bet. Yeah, every well, year, that, mate. That, 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 <laughs> Keep bringing every roll, year. You pick his name. It's a great. It's a great time. You great thought experience. About, you thought about adding to the bet. I mean, you've got a bit of a domination going on up the stakes. I don't know if Sean had, Sean would do that. I'd love a, to throw a jersey, a jersey in there or something. There, yeah. I'd love to up it. Up, Where's Sean at? We need to get Sean. You're playing with house money. That's it, you've mate. Got to, you've got to raise the stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows you double up, mate. You know, you, you, you push. I, I, I'd think, love I, think, to. Um, I think I've got a couple of suggestions uh, for um, for next year's. You're going to name his team. Oh, feel, I think I feel put, free. I think I put feel the, free because you sent me a few of these suggestions that I quite yeah, well, like. I, put, I think I I feel like I put the nail in his coffin for this season. So I'm pretty. I'm, I, I, think, <laughs> I, think I think you're already set for next year, pretty much. So um, what I come up with? Maybe something like just property of Andrew Debonardi. <laughs> just, just have, I like have, that. Have him look at that name every day. Every time he logs into his team, that'd burn. Property of Andrew Kepernardi. Oh. How about, wait, how about, how about, how about a ATM? Oh, Andrew's automated machine. <laughs> well, I, like you know I don't mean? mind that. A ATM. That's not bad. Keep you know throwing I mean? these ideas out there because they'd be. I'm gonna start, <laughs> we're gonna have to name him something. Wait, maybe, maybe free roll. Wait. Maybe maybe we make this a segment of the uh, Pumper League podcast. Let's just get the boys on there. The, uh, Name name Sean's and team for next can, year. Help we Andrew can get the best ideas and uh, put it to a vote of some sort. And you know, I've I've sent this one to Andrew, but I'll help, I'll, help I'll put it out help for the Andrew. rest of the boys. Everyone knows Sean's a big Milwaukee Bucks fan. We could change it to uh, maybe Milwaukee sucks. Uh, you know, there's, there's multiple <laughs> meaning there. You've got you've got the nil at the front, which is how many titles Sean's won in <laughs> season. A lot of going, thought was put into that one. I like to our tenth season. So, <laughs> yeah, actually, so, that might. Yeah, that's, that's, right. We'll put it to the list, mate. Yeah, I think I think Andrew would appreciate the boys coming up with some more. Hey, next next podcast, whoever's on, give us, we give keep us going. A name. Sean. Get some names down. That's a new segment we're going to put um, on. How much time do you have? Oh, I've got about two minutes, I reckon. <laughs> I, I am at work. I'm supposed do you, to be um, working. Do you, have a, do you have a wag or a fun, a fun or useless fact? Well, not really, considering I got called up about two minutes before jumping on the <laughs> podcast. I wasn't exactly expecting to be on. I'll go. Okay, let me go through some. Um, I've got some Westbrook facts. 
And I know, Let's I know go. Andrew's a, I know Andrew's oh, here we go. a yeah, well, bigger nice. fan of Westbrook as I am. So it is alleged that Russell Westbrook has never worn the same outfit twice. Ooh. He wears it once and then oh. he gives it away. <laughs> Did you know that? Who does he give it away he to? Gives it away. He just gives it away I'm to anyone. I'm not sure exactly where it goes, but I've, I actually read that. I started Googling it after I read it, and I was like, that can't be legit. And, yeah, there was actually a few different, like, comments about that, and apparently it's true. I've got a, I've got a couple more. Sometimes he wears some pretty outrageous. Um, Russell, oh, yeah, Russell loves, what's his favorite food? Nothing for Russ beats, burgers and fries. Ooh. Yeah, so that's how you stay in loves a no burger. Way, shape, NBA-ready shape. Yeah, get yourself a burger and fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, far uh, out. We got on, on Mr. Westbrook. He couldn't. He couldn't this guy's done his until he was seventeen years old, and he Jesus. and he actually didn't do an in-game dunk until his last game of his senior year. Really? So that 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 uh, that one surprised oh. me because you look at how explosive, how, yeah, how explosive and athletic he is. That's pretty crazy. One of the best uh, jammers mm, he's, in the game. Um, the real jammer. He's, he's yeah, the, the last yeah, the real jammer. of my favorite team, the Seattle Supersonics. So he was their last ever draft pick for the Seattle Supersonics franchise. Mm. And oh, this is my favorite fact. one of all because I didn't actually yep. know this. <laughs> I didn't know this. He actually writes left-handed and does everything with his left hand other than shoot the ball. Really? So this is, I'm thinking he's poor shooting and multiple turnover issues. I'm thinking it's because the guy's using the wrong freaking hand. The hand, yeah. He should be going left. Use your left hand. He he, he just took the left like he's empty well, decks. Apparently, he, he likes to consider himself... <laughs> you know what I mean? He it's a Drake ambidextrous. But, like, if you're right and left-handed and you're doing everything left-handed, wouldn't you shoot left-handed? <laughs> <laughs> Russ, I, listen I, to your I GMs. To you, the owner of Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is right-handed and does everything with his right hand, except for shoot the ball. Right. He shoots with his left. That's all strange. Any idea why he would do that? Out, you know? Because he's, he's from <laughs> down under? Just wants know, to be a bit backwards. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, there might be. Uh, I, I I wouldn't know, but I know that Rafa uh, Nadal uh, plays left-handed because there's an advantage to tennis players that they play left-handed. But he just taught himself how to play oh, tennis. Oh, so you reckon he actually writes right-handed and does everything right-handed? Yeah, R- Rafa. Yeah, Rafa. He he chose to, wow. to play left-handed. He can choose okay. to play either hand. Yeah, so there, there's an slight advantage to tennis players. I'm not sure if it. I, I doubt it works in basketball, but maybe it does help to be ambidextrous. Wow, I'm sure okay. it would, but um. I never, I never knew no, that. Like I, look, no, he, that, I know that because it came up when I was fact. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's really interesting. And then it came up some something about Ben Simmons being another guy that's like total opposite. And then there was actually, I actually clicked on and saw some videos of Ben Simmons shooting right-handed free throws. And it looked so good, man. <laughs> and there were, bro, What's there he were doing? all these comments about like, why is this guy not shooting free throws like that? Because the like the arm action looked smoother, <laughs> the release looked like more on point, and he was shooting. He made both the free throws that he was shot with his right hand. Like this was in like pregame warmups, 
And I was like, that looked, that looked brilliant. That's it right-handed. That has, that has to be a reason, know, right? You know what else I saw when there was the article that I was reading about Ben Simmons and like, because there was actually talk of him changing to shooting with his right hand. He went and he, at an uh, MLB game, he went and threw a pitch and like at the MLB game, he threw that pitch right-handed, man. And I what was the like, fuck? Oh my, oh my That's so crazy. crazy. I'm like, like <laughs> wouldn't you shoot the ball right-handed as well? So, you, look, maybe next year Ben will start shooting right-handed. I don't know, man. Might, he might have to switch it up. Might, like, because I, I, every game I look and I'm like, one of the first things I do when I click on a Philly game is I go to check if there's any like three-pointers from Ben Simmons. And I'm always like, I'm <laughs> yeah, always so sure. disappointed yeah. when I look. And I, I look and the guy's got like, 20 or 30 points and I'm like oh yeah good game killed it and then I'm like zero for zero three pointers I'm like shoot it three bro zero for, zero. Like, for Christ's sake Jack one three. up I'm pretty sure Brett Brown said he failed because he wanted he wanted to put like a KPI on him like hey man take one I need you to take one and he goes I failed but I don't think he's going to tell Ben what to do in his recent stat nah, lines you know what nah, I mean like man, Ben's been carried up massively with with yeah, with MB going down, I thought they were in some serious trouble. Yeah. The lion, yeah, no, nah, he's he's resting, resting for playoffs. The, the, the lion, the lion down, mate. He's low managing. He's lying down. I like that. Uh, I gotta go, boys. Um, um, it was it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us, sir. It was short. Thank you, it Andrew. Short Thanks for joining, mate. You're welcome. Can anytime. I just give a little, a, a few little uh, pre uh, post season. Uh, tips. Yeah. Who am I going to go? I'm taking, I'm telling you now, Zanos. Zanos will win this comp. And shout out to Papa Will for the best podcast I've ever heard. Papa Will. That was the best <laughs> thing. I was losing it the entire time. I love Will. Papa Will. That's my man. Best podcast yet. We love Papa. Thank you. Shout, shout out. out Will. Shout and out yep. and shout out Mick, and our future champ. Zanos, I am with you. Zanos. I am with Imagine you, Zanos. Zanos, Zanos, I've called it Zanos for is going to continue the stat of there never being a double champion in this yeah. league. Zanos is taking it. He's, he, uh, he's, my, he's my pick also. Shout out Zanos. With, All right, boys, we're going to go. And triple doubles. See you, buddy. See you, boys. See ya. Take care. Enjoy. See you, mate. mate. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, I like these uh, random guests we have on this podcast. Yeah, no, that was cool. Just a little, little short but sweet quick chat. That was cool. Yeah, we'll have to get um, we'll have to get Sean on the next one as a little yeah. uh, drop in. But man, you know? speaking of Xanos, like I, dude, he has the quickest fingers in the history of the Puta League. Like, uh, yeah, Mick does. If, if, yeah, bro. Like, if, if I feel like if I'm watching a live game and I see a player get injured, by the time I go to like pick up that player, he's already got him. Like Gone. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, like, he's a beast. Get injured. I went to go and grab Monte Morris, and he was gone. And I was like, "What the? Because I'm like, that was yeah. my backup, bro. Like I had Murray. I should have been getting Morris. And I'm like, how did? I'm like, does this guy work at all? What does he do? I don't understand. I need to. I need to find out where he's getting his sources, where he's getting the info from. Because he's he's ridiculously fast, man. Well, we've got a bit of a matchup between him and Pat uh, this week. And um, I was going to say, while Andrew was still on, um, speaking of uh, Papa Jammers, uh, did you see his stat line? Which week? one? Well, he had uh, Will. Oh, for, 
for last yeah, week, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. This oh. week, this week, this week. Now, like, like he he did well last week, but he did lose. He had his second loss yeah. of the season. But um, he, you know, he's got Wiggins went for fifty-four, put the league yeah. points yesterday. Yeah, well, yes, yeah, yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, today. yeah. I saw. Nearly, you know, he, he nearly triple doubled again, man. Bro, his lowest player was Sexton with twenty-two. That was his lowest nah, player, man. His team so, is solid, man. I feel like he's one or I think I feel like he's at least one player away from taking it out. I, I'm not a big fan of having guys like Cody Zeller in there, um, but the rest mm-hmm. of his team, he's man. If he's got Van Vliet like firing and Booker, he's back Caleb, again. Yeah, Caleb he's back. Actually, like doesn't get shut down and maybe gets traded to a good a good sort of spot. He, he, if you've got Giannis in your team, you're in the mix. What about um our friend who just left us, Andrew? I like his team. I called Andrew when he made those trades. I couldn't believe how well he'd mm. done with his trades. And I, I called him to go on a massive win streak. And I, I said, I think he could take out the title. He has, I said yeah. he was, when he, I think about four or five weeks ago, I said he was about two pieces short. And he's actually mm-hmm. made a couple of really good pickups, and he he bro, he got like Napier, who who all of a sudden is like turned into a machine, and he I think he went for a triple double the other day as well, like this was like their third mm-hmm. string point guard or something, and all of a sudden he's like the starter, he's playing massive minutes. He's, I had mine him for ages, he's killing it on the on the waivers. Yeah, I know, so I, I, <laughs> I know. To, to me, it's I, I think Xanos can take it. I think. Andrew yep. can take it, and I think the other the other one that's going to be a big problem for people is Brad. Bro, I, I've been saying that, and I've been you know I think Brad's team is uh, like he can't afford any losses though. You know what I mean? He can't, but but dude, but, he's um, not going to lose. That's the thing. You got you got <laughs> you got Jokic <laughs> killing it, going for 60, 70 fantasy points. Triple doubling and like yeah. now he's taken on an even bigger role because Murray's out and Millsap's out and a bunch of guys are out and he's just he's on fire. Then you got like he traded Capella for Drummond. Capella's got these heel issues and stuff. He got Drummond, who's like twenty twenty games most of the time. I don't think he had the greatest game today, but he's mm. he's been mm. a machine for him as well. And the rest of his team's solid, man. Like Hayward's become a good player for him. Um, he like that freaking Gilgis Alexander. He was doing nothing bro. for me, bro. Nothing. Shy. I did you I drop him? him? Oh, he you was doing him. Right. Sweet FA for me, and then he's gone to yeah. Brad, and he's getting. He, I think he got a like. I, I couldn't believe it. I was messaging Sean, going, "Am I like? Am I delusional? He got like a twenty point twenty rebound." Triple double, triple oh, double no. or something like. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I spoke about it on the podcast. When yeah. I had this guy, he was going for like sixteen points, two rebounds, and one assist. Like he, he was just yeah. doing nothing. He was getting no no peripheral stats at all. And then he went to Brad, and he's. I looked at his box scores with Brad, and it was just like 30, 40, 40, 30, 40, 50. I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. He averages thirty five point five minutes per uh, for the season points. In a game, now a game, no, thirty-five point five okay. minutes. So he's playing. He's playing a yeah, lot, but he wasn't getting you know? the stats, man. He was playing the minutes, but he wasn't getting the stats. And then mm. all of, he got a wake-up call. I think similar situation. Maybe he just wasn't enjoying playing for me. Um, and he just <laughs> he got he got the this is a bit trade, and then he just yeah oh, took off like a rocket, killed it, balled out of control. Yeah. 
Speaking of um, Brad, did you see his uh, name I change? I did, I did. The Black Mumba <laughs> The Black... How good is it? Blood Jammers. Oh, Blood Jammers. Sorry, the Black Jam. Black Mumba, Black Mumba Plajamas. Can you I love shed it. any light on what, what is the Darwin Platooners? I've never asked this question before. Oh, didn't you listen to the podcast? Uh, with no, Brad? I didn't hear that one. So I, I asked the exact same question. So I said, Brad, what's with the Darwin uh, Platooners? You know, because he, I said, have you always been there? I can't remember. He goes, no, I used to be the Snowflakes. I remember, like, I remember oh, the Snowflakes, right. yeah. Yeah. And then he changed it to the Darwin Plajamas. So it was a, uh, like him and Ilya, they went to Manila and uh, they would tell girls um, that they were part of the Darwin platooners and uh, they were like in the military, oh. you know, because they were there, only there for a little bit just to try and pick up girls. So, yeah, the Darwin platooners is a fake military, you know. Uh, I like it, I like it. I like yeah. It. Cool. I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, that you know? is cool. Like yeah, it is cool. I was going to say, um, so what's, you know, do you want to talk about quick, just summarize your season so far? Like from, from your draft, like you draft, you always draft really well. I feel like you and Sean, except for that one year, might've been last year where Sean kind of went a bit strange and drafted yeah. a, you know, a really far out team, but um, you and you and Sean draft really, really well. Do you want to talk about your draft and, and then your season oh, a little man, bit? Man, look, I thought, I thought I was, I don't. I don't know. I looked. I, I didn't. I don't. I generally don't do too much research. I just trust myself, and I just see sort of where I land. Um, because there's no point doing a lot of research because it depends where you land in the draft too. If you get an early pick or if you get a late pick, it'll change everything. So, I, does your strategy change in that in that point depending on where you are? Um, yeah. Well, if you get an early pick, man, it, it changes everything. You get a top five pick in this league, and it's worth. You know, you get a Giannis. That's worth like you know, three top, like the next 15 to 20, it's such a big difference. But mm. I haven't, I don't, I like, I could, I don't know if I could check this, but I'm willing to say in the past six years, I haven't had anything inside the top 13 as a pick. No. Really? Every Like last year I had Harden, but I had to trade my way to get up to Harden. We'll, we'll trade it to yeah. you, right? Man, we gave Will everything about yeah, it. <laughs> so I, I, I haven't had a year where I've just like gotten a top five player through the draft. So I'm, no I'm, gifts. I'm really hoping next year that changes for me. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd just, I'd love a top ten pick. Like I'm not even, I'm not even. Being, just get me inside the top ten for a season. Uh, that would, be, yeah, that would be great. But I, I actually loved my twentieth pick. I had twentieth pick. Uh, I think it was last year. I loved yeah. it. Because you get 20, then 21, you have two picks always, you know? And you get 20 and 21 opposed to opposed to getting like a, a Giannis or a Jokic or something. That you is know, true. Yeah, those you're guys right. guys will outscore your 20 and 21 combined any day of the week. Yeah. Unless, like, unless you luck into getting like a Doncic this year who went, I think, at 27 or something. And, he, yeah, he and went he's 20, turned yeah. into that top five player. player. Um, but that's that's one, like there's not many outside of that top five that are going to come and join that elite group. Um, and so um, after you drafted your team, um, you know, you, you just started losing or, or you actually had a couple of early wins, right? I think I, first week, first week I got smashed. And then, yeah. but I, but I had Paul George out and I, I knew, I knew I drafted Paul George and he was injured. I knew he was going to be out, but I thought I had enough in the team to go without him. 
I thought Draymond mm-hmm. Green was going to be a dead set beast this season because I I think I'd offered you a trade for him. I, I wish I wish I'd taken it if you did because <laughs> <laughs> man, I I remember Draymond when before KD got there and when it was like Draymond and Curry and stuff. He was nearly going for triple doubles, like regular triple doubles. He was an absolute yeah. machine. Like I know he doesn't score much, but he he was he was you'd get like ten point twelve rebound. 13 assists, triple doubles. Like, I'm talking maybe like three years ago, three, four years ago. And I was like, okay, no KD there. He's just got his contract. You know, the Steph, Steph's there. Clay will come back. And I thought, I thought the Warriors, I thought they'd be fighting for sort of seventh or eighth spot in the West. And yeah. I was like, they're going to need him to, to carry. Step up. Step definitely. Up. And I'm like, he's going to prove like how good he is without KD again, because he took a step back while KD... All those guys sacrifice when there's, like, four megastars in a team, man. But mm. it was dead set. The, he's been the biggest disaster, and I will... Yeah. Draymond, never again. For me, well, he's um... blacklisted. <laughs> he's, I'm, the first thing I'm doing next season when the draft opens is I'm deleting him off the freaking list. He's not... Well, Ch- Charles Buckley goes... I don't care if he Charles falls Buckley. to 10th fucking round. I'm not picking that guy. Charles Barkley goes, he's been a bit quiet since he's been averaging a triple single. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh, man, look, I've tried everything to get back on track. Like, I'm- Man, you've, um, you, well, you, had a, you, you only lost to Xanos in the fourth week. Yeah, it was uh, 495 to 488. That was a pretty close uh, yeah. battle. Yeah, lost by seven points. Look, I think I've had, I think I've had two losses by under 10 points. I yeah. think I lost a frizz by four. Mm. Um, I've had another two losses by under fifty. I've had, I think, close to yeah. yeah. I, I, so I think I've I've got probably four or five games this season that were, I think, very very winnable games for me with a little just a bit of luck. Bit of, bit of yeah. luck. I think I I could have been sitting on. You know, a, a seven and six record or a six and seven record, and being in like tenth spot in the league, I feel, and and I could be still fighting for top eight. Um, but I've well, had, um, I feel the, like the game I've against had no luck, man. The game against Frizz, you lost by six points, man. I lost by six. Okay, yeah, I thought it was four, but yeah, six. Yeah. But look, dude, and then... I, I tell you, I I seem to be that guy, and I said it, I said it to Sean, like I'm like every time I'm coming up against someone. I've got their best player in a four-game week. Like, yeah. like I copped um, Harden in a four-game week when I played Miroslav. When I played mm-hmm. Will, I copped Yanis in a four-game week. When I played Brad, I copped um, Jokic in a four-game week. Uh, when I played, I think it was HGH, I got Butler in a four-game week. Like everyone that I'm playing, their best player, four games guaranteed. It's like it's killed me. And I said, like, yeah. the scheduling, of, like I said to Sean, like, there was, I played Miro and Will back to back. And I'm like, the week before, if I'd played Will, I would have beaten Will, but I lost to Miro. And then the week after, I, I lost to Will, but I would have beaten Miro. I'm like, it, it's, for me, I was like, it's like, like a schedule thing, man. You need luck in this league. If you play in the, the wrong guy, like, at the wrong time, it, it, I feel like I've had that year where, like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, my team's, like really good or anything, but I, I just don't feel like I should be sitting dead last. I, I, I feel kind of similar to be honest. Um, I've had a lot of, uh, you know, probably under, under 50 
losses and um, a lot of it was just bad bad luck, like you said, you know, like a couple of injuries, a couple of bad moves by me as well where I put like um, – remember, remember Kemba got concussed? And I was like, oh, he's going to have a couple of games out. And yeah. Like he was, he was day to day or he's out even. And I put him out and he ended up playing like the next game. But um, <laughs> that's the, that's the league, right? Yeah. No, that is the league, man. Like I've, I've had a couple this year where I was like, oh, I play this guy. Do I not? And, and I've got it wrong. And then when, you know, if I'd picked up somebody different or like my, my Ken Birch moment where uh, the guy gets me, you know, whatever, freaking eight points or something. It was that was just a disaster. But yeah, it's just it's one of those things. You you really need luck because because like I said before, everyone is so smart now, and everyone is like good. And there's no no rookies anymore. Everyone's been doing this for multiple seasons now, and we're all competitive. We all want to win. Everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, well, um, I was going to ask you this question, um, being one of the OGs, or if the OG, and um, I think Pat and I were saying uh, about you um, in an earlier podcast that you're probably the winningest GM in the history of the Buddha League. Um, what's your opinion of the league now? Like, especially this year with all the changes that we've made and things that we've done to try and better the league. What's your opinion of it? I think I think you need to evolve, man. I think it, yeah. has, it has evolved and, like, Look, I don't think collusion is. I, I think everyone, we all, we're all mates. We all know each other. Like, I think we all, we all play it the right way. And I think when people are making trades in this league, it's all, mm-hmm. it's all by Frizz for trying to. Um, he thought I was giving up and trying to, I don't know, dump off all my players or something. And I was like, that couldn't be further from the truth, man. Like. I've I've just been <laughs> trying to do like anything. Like if if it's not working, like you you've got to try. Yeah. And I could have easily just given up and just gone, all right, my season's over. Team's not playing well. Fuck it. I'll just you know, whatever, I'll just go through the motions, check it once a week, just set my lineup for the week and whatever. But like man, I kept sending out trades, I kept I kept trying to make trades. I'm like Dude, no, nobody was wanted to take Draymond Green and stuff. Like, I had to like take what I could get for that guy in particular. But I've I've tried everything I can, man, to try and get myself back <laughs> on track. I've, how many trades have I made? I've made and yeah, I've probably well, made like eight trades. I, well, I was going to say, um, I, I remember last year you and Andrew were quite uh, upset with um all the vetoes. Remember that? I was I was upset about that. I, sh- I should have had him beat in my team last year. So, so what do you what what's your uh, what's your opinion of, of of how it's done now? You know, like straight through, and you know we've got the council now, which you know we've put you on. You know, how, how do you, the, the league's quite solid now, don't you think? I think it's good, man. I, like I said, I think it it, it needed to evolve because yep. something needed to give either way. Because you can't just have people vetoing because they like if, if two guys want to trade, they think it's a fair trade, or one guy's gambling a little bit, there might be someone that's slightly winning. As long as it's not clear collusion and you know, people doing things the wrong way, I think yep. you're always going to have a winner and a loser from a trade. You're always going to have like people taking it, like Sean took a chance on Fox, I took yep. a chance on Westbrook. Like it depends which way you want to look at it, but. Well, at the time, Fox was better, right? He was. 
he, uh, his scores were better at that time. Yeah, yeah. his scores were better at the you time, at, definitely. You look yeah. at the trade now and you're like, no, Westbrook was the clear winner from that trade at the moment. At the yeah, moment. yeah, but yeah. Well, all, Sean was definitely on, It all depends on how you look at it. How you perceive it, 100%. Hmm. So perception, yeah. I agree. But and, I, think, um, I think trades are they're healthy for the league, man, because they keep people engaged. They keep people motivated. You look at um, Andrew. His season was, I think he was 0-4. Yeah, and, he was, and his yeah. season was close to you know going off the rails, and he made a couple of trades, and then I think he popped off like seven in a row. <laughs> yeah, Trey Young and Joel Embiid. Yeah, no, um, but dude, he made some really, really good moves, and it's like he's moves. got his season back on track. Definitely, and now he's Brad, scary. Brad's <laughs> another one. Brad's another one. His team is scary now, and he's gotten majority of that team through through trades. Yeah, he has. He really, really has. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that. I've, I tried to do those moves, but I haven't. I haven't <laughs> quite. A lot of the guys that I traded for then ended up getting re-injured, or you know, Bagley's just keeps getting hurt, and like he he went for like fifteen and fifteen. He was looking great, and then he tweaked his foot again, and I'm just like, "You're fucking kidding me, man! Come on!" <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "How do you go for like massive stats like that, and then you get hurt again? Like, oh, it's just killing me." Yeah, story oh, yeah. In my ear. yeah, same as me, man. But I, I love it so much. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not bitter. Like, I'm, you know, I, I love the podcast, I love the Instagram, and and even though I'm not going to make the playoffs, I'm still going to be involved in it. You know, I'm still going to do these podcasts and uh, cheer the boys on and and yeah. uh, watch the playoffs of the put the league playoffs and all that. So it's yeah, I love the league. I think it's much better this year than any other year, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think it keeps it keeps getting better, man. I don't think. I don't think anyone wants to go anywhere. There's not there's not much that needs to be changed. Everyone enjoys it. I'm, I'm you know I, I check it multiple times a day. I'm watching like a, I think you was talking last week about watching games that you normally wouldn't watch or will. Yeah, I'm, yeah, dude. Like there's some games that I sit there and watch. I'm like this game is terrible, but <laughs> I need. I, I'm like, but I need to see how like my boys are going. Like. Well, that's why I've got. Um, I would never uh, watch like Sacramento versus Minnesota, like ever. Or even 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 Cavs this year. Who's watching the Cavs this year? But yeah, well, yeah, yeah but if you've got team. K-Love and Sexton, you're going to watch <laughs> yeah. the Cavs every game, man. But like, but that's why today that was one of the best games of NBA I've watched in a long time. That that fourth yeah, quarter that, from the Kings uh, game. There's the Kings game. It was yeah. fucking. It was like epic. Like I was glued to the screen in that fourth quarter. And I would never yeah. normally watch that game, and I would have just I would have just read some stat line going like, "Oh, they chased the massive deficit and came back." But it was it was really sick to watch, and that's that's because of this league. Because I'm 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 keeping an. I wanted to see what Buddy Hield was doing. Yeah, and um, do you do you have league pass? Is that how you do it, or do you... I got I got league pass? So yeah, I, same. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm resubscribed. I, I can't say which country I'm from, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I I I have to have it. I love it. It's the same reason what, what you and Papa Willett were saying. I, I watch all the games I want to watch, you know, because of my players and etc. Yeah. You know? No, I, 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 I stream it either from my phone or I've got the Apple TV and like, yeah, I love it, man. I just watch whatever I feel like watching whenever and it's it's awesome. Um, before we uh, before we wrap up, Tex, uh, you got any um, – one of the segments that Papa Will was speaking about was um, 
the wags of the NBA. Do you, have a, do you have a wag you want I've, to talk about? I've got a wag. I definitely have a wag. So this yes, this, this player is actually uh, one of the boys that I drafted <laughs> this year. So I'll talk. I'll talk about him because I drafted him. Paul George. I don't know how many of it's you the know Paul the George. story of Paul George, but um, is it is it who sings that song? You know, I'm in love with a stripper. Um, T Pain. I thought it was I'm in love with a stripper. Is it Tupac? Is it T Pain? I said T Pain. T Pain. T Pain. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm in love, I'm with, in the love stripper. with the stripper. So <laughs> I don't know how many of you guys saw. So. You know, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard was uh, making it rain in a Miami strip club uh, this last week. Have you seen those videos? No, I haven't seen it. Bro, go and Google it. So Kawhi <laughs> Leonard, it. after the Clippers Miami game, he's in a strip club in a booth. There's this black stripper and he's sitting there making it rain money, bro. And she's, of course. And she's grinding all that. What else would you be so. doing in there? Oh well, hey. So my my theory is Paul George has gotten into Kawhi's ear and gone, "Hey, bro, you got to get yourself over to Tootsie's in Miami and go get yourself a baby mama." We're going to Tootsie's, mate. Going to, We're going, going to Tootsie's in Miami. Tootsie's in Miami apparently is the place to be. So he's story... got his um new New Balance hoodie on. <laughs> what a legend! So the story of Paul George. If you want to hit up, see who's missus. Apparently, she's got some. Uh, Pretty nice photos on Instagram and whatnot. Her name is Daniela Rajic. R A J I C. Now, the story of of Daniela Rajic is she was actually a stripper at Tootsie's in Miami, where Paul George had a one night stand with this stripper. Uh, coincidentally, while he was in a relationship with Callie Rivers which is the daughter of his now head coach, Doc Rivers. So he cheated, he cheated on Callie Rivers with this chick, Daniela Rajic, who was a stripper. He knocked her up from their one-night stand. And then the most interesting part of this story is she came out and claimed that uh, she was pregnant with his child. Paul George apparently offered her a million dollars to have an abortion. She she declined his million dollar offer for an abortion, and then they actually had two lawsuits against each other. So she first um, she did a lawsuit where it was a, a paternity suit with, to prove that he was the father, um, and that actually came back positive to prove that he was the father. Once <laughs> that lawsuit was over, Paul George actually then filed a lawsuit against her, um, filing for custody. Of this child, wow! So he um, he then actually lost that lawsuit, and the funniest part of this whole story is that they're actually now an, a couple together, and they've actually now had another child, and they've been together for five or six years. So so talk, much drama, so much about, drama. Like, it, that stays <laughs> of our lives, kind of like soap opera. I'm like I, I I came across this article and I I had no idea. I was like this. I was like I was like my jaw was just dropped. I was like, this is so juicy, man. Paul George, that's a you know, that's a useless fact. Yo, we just, yeah, mate. Sorry, just had uh, some uh, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> I don't, dude. I don't know what happened. My phone went completely black and just like had a little mini heart attack. I don't know what happened to my phone. <laughs> that's I'm all like, right, mate. That's like, okay. What Sorry, what were you saying? 
No, no, I was just saying she's a good-looking uh, good girl. She is a good-looking girl. She, yeah. I, I, will, I will give him that. But, yeah, man, what a rough start to to that relationship. And, like, all of us, like, now they're, like, a full item, been together for years. And the funny thing I read was that apparently um, she, she was probably one of the biggest uh, reasons that he would have wanted to join the, the Clippers and move to L.A. She is from L.A. originally. Her parents live in L.A. And apparently her parents wanted him to come and join them in L.A. So that might be the well, reason they, he's at the Clippers. You find, you find love in the, um, in the you know, anywhere, mate, you know? If you're looking for love, head to Tootsie's. It's, That's uh, it. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm looking for a little bit of love. You know? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> next, time, next time you're in Miami, Tootsie's. I'll take, take Cindy there. I'll take Cindy there. Yeah, yeah, I should love it. Look, maybe I don't know. Does, does Kawhi have a missus? Maybe he's looking for one. No, I think Kawhi has. Uh, he's got a couple of misses. You know, he's well, the uh, he, best player in the world. Does he have any kids? I don't know. Does he, he might? He might now. He might now. We'll, we'll check back in nine months and we'll see what happened after last uh, three or That's four days a, ago. Mate, I, I think you've had the best uh, the best fun fact and it's a two-in-one combo. Yeah. Uh, no, that was, uh, that's going to be hard to beat. That was gold for me reading up all of that. And then I saw Kawhi in there and I'm like, but what, what I found interesting, can you imagine being Doc Rivers, right? You're the coach and you get, yeah. like, you get told, like, we're going after Paul George. And you've now got a coach, this guy that cheated on your daughter, like yeah, publicly it's full on. cheated on your daughter. Like, yeah, was, I did know would, that. Yeah, that would suck. Well, I know he had a he had a hard time talking about Kobe, and then he was like, oh. like he dealt with it and then moved forward. You know, oh, but would, um, yeah. I, I would, tough. I would, I would not enjoy. You know, especially. Well, I'm I'm, I'm looking Chilling at this uh, young lady now, now, mate, and uh, you know I, I can see, yeah, especially if he brings this uh, Daniela Daniela around the games. <laughs> especially if he brings this Daniela around the games, you know, she's a she's a no, nice no, looking she is, uh, she is, girl. Uh, I think there's a few nice Instagram photos. She's apparently <laughs> yeah. uh, now a ex stripper. Ex stripper, ex stripper, swimsuit line, and a few other things like that. Um, just, just wanted to say, man, one of the saddest nice. things. Have you got, like, have you guys seen what's happened to Delonte West? Yeah, yeah, man. from the Cavaliers. Yeah, it's got some pretty serious sad, mental man. issues, man. I Heaps saw a sad. video. Of, he was getting his head stomped in the middle of like a road in, I don't know where he was, somewhere in America, and someone was like apparently bashing him, and like they were stomping on his head. He was, I'm like. It's crazy. All these guys have come out now saying they're going to try and help him, like LeBron did. Apparently, LeBron was, did, man. I, I never knew this. Apparently, there was some rumor that he was having an affair with LeBron's mom when they were a teammate. Apparently, oh, that, you that, reckon? That's when I read about it and people were saying, like, they're surprised LeBron has come out to say that he's going to help him because when they were teammates back in the day, the the rumors, the, the what was going around mm. in the circles was that Delonte West was having an affair with uh, LeBron's mum. Yeah, so that oh, Google, Jesus. Google that and have a read of that because I came across that and I was like, "What? No, surely not." He, he um, 
He's a yeah. He I, I saw a video. He's a yeah, yeah, he's got some mental issues, right? He's, no, not, he's not. He's not doing well. Not doing well at all. It's man. sad. Yeah, what do you think about Zion? Mm. Man, he um, he looks good. He's like they they kind of they they told him he needs to chill out. Like yeah, they said to him, you don't need to win MVP every game. You know, you don't need you don't need, you don't need to try and win MVP every single game, man. But since I watched him, he's yeah. so big. His arms are like tree How trunks. Old is he? Nineteen? Is he twenty? Like, nineteen or twenty? Nineteen? I think he's even. I think he's even grown. Nineteen or twenty? Like I'm like, is he no, he hasn't. Hype? I don't think so. He's he's a freak. I watched that fourth quarter on his debut, and I was so sad when they pulled him when when coach pulled him out. I was like, no, don't pull him. Yeah. Out. Let him play, man. Like there, he was on fire for four threes in a row. He was killing it. I'm like, ah, oh, you gotta let that yeah. guy finish off. Like. Well, like, they, let him sit the whole next game if you want to load manage him. Him and um, him and Zoe are like uh, got a little little chemistry going on, you know. Like they, he, Zoe lobs it up. He, did you see like, that he did a block? Other, he blocked know? it into like the tenth row of the crowd. <laughs> I was like, that yeah. was just like way overboard. I was like, they, bro, he could have just like <laughs> grabbed that ball and held it in his hand, but he. he they said he, he, he missed out yeah. on the great volleyball. Uh, that yeah. ball so far. Could have been the greatest volleyball like, player of all time. That was time. a bit over the top, but I was like, good on him, good on him. So I've got, I've got his, I've got his um, stats here. So he's born in July 6, 2000. So he's actually 19 okay, right now. Um, he's, six, he's six foot six. How much do you think he weighs? Uh, I'm going to say, what, are we talking pounds or... Kilos? No, no. Well, kilos? Give, give me kilos. I would give me kilos. Say he's around a hundred and twenty kilos. Hundred and twenty-five kilos. He's a hundred and twenty-nine oh, kilos. Okay. He's nineteen years old, playing in the in, yeah. in the National Basketball Association at a hundred and twenty-nine <laughs> freaking kilos. And a freak of nature. What an animal. And he's a small forward. <laughs> he's, he's doing his best work at that center. Is though, that is in insane. That is insane. I think he's. I think he needs to. He needs to lose weight, man. He's gonna. Uh, he's gonna have knee oh, issues. Sure. He's gonna. He, there's so much strain. He's gonna. Like I've had two torn ACLs, and I reckon a lot of my knee issues and stuff were because I was. I was too heavy. I think. Well, just to just to put you in, in a little bit of um, perspective, LeBron is yeah. 35 years old, right? He's six foot nine, so LeBron's yep. three inches taller. How much do you think? How much do you think LeBron weighs? This uh, is on uh, Wikipedia. Look, LeBron, it's Wikipedia. LeBron's got He's so listed much weight. Muscle. I would, if I had to guess, I'm going to say yeah. LeBron's 110 kilos. He's 113 okay. kilos. You're very close, man. Uh, Your guesses yeah, would, are unreal. Just, just, but yeah, I, I know 113. He he'd be heavy because he's so muscly. But I, I, I would say, yeah, yeah no, not bad. Pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, but see, I yeah, think, lose I some weight, on. Yeah. LeBron weight that would be ideal, man. Because I think he, imagine, yeah, he no, can't but look, look how explosive <laughs> he is at at that weight. Imagine how much extra explosiveness this guy would have at fifteen kilos lighter. I he he'll hit he'll hit the roof, one like sixteen, you know? <laughs> just 12, 12 kilos or something would probably make a huge difference. 
He could probably cut 10, 10 kilos easy, I reckon. I, I, he just goes on a bit of a diet. Yeah, surely, I reckon in the off season, I reckon in the off season, you know? they're gonna really get all the nutritionists in there, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get him into like game because he, he's still he's, he's gonna lose he ten. Still hasn't he has to lose ten kgs, either, man. So got got some work to do. Got to get that Yanis physique going, man. What is Yanis? Yes, like? give me Yanis. Yes. Way. I'm guess I'm gonna guess Yanis. Right. Uh, he's skinnier, so I'm gonna guess Yanis is about 107 kilos. Let's have a look. All right, how tall? Uh, how tall is Yanis? You reckon? Yanis six, six, six eleven. Jesus Christ, bro! He is six eleven. How she say he, he is? He's one ten, bro. You've been about three <laughs> kilos off. You've been almost spot on, man. You're you're unreal. Yeah, the Greek freak is six foot eleven, hundred and ten. That is the perfect his specimen he's, for he's a basketball unbelievable player. man. If he if he really figures out that three point shot, he will just he it's over. It's yeah. over. If he if and the free throw shooting because that free throw shooting that 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 will decide games in clutch time. You need those free throws to be dropping. If he fixes Agreed. those two issues, man, he um, will own the league. Yep. Before we go, if you get top pick next year, who you take? Oh, Giannis. Without, yeah, without I said a doubt. the same thing. He's yeah. just because just oh, consistency. Just, he, yeah, look, I think he's missed maybe three games for Will this year. Um, you know, yeah, back soreness here or there, but like with the amount of load management and crap that goes on in the league this year, and guys seem to be getting injured left, right, and center. A guy that's in that kind of shape, like he's one of the guys that isn't going to miss many games. And when he does play, he's going to – like I copped him in a four-game week and it's just – you look in every game, you know, 50 points, 60 points, 55 points. Well, it's so hard not, to – Yeah. It's so hard to beat a guy that's doing that kind of stuff against you. If I had number one, it would be Yannis. And you- Andrew and I said, um, it's not just that. Like, yeah, you can build your body, but it's his um, mentality. And um, I think that's what he adopted from Kobe. Um, he just has this killer instinct. And we said this on the podcast. If Ben Simmons or, you know, not so much, but a little bit Lonzo, who have this <laughs> high basketball IQ, if they just adopted that mentality, they would be Ben Simmons, be ben Simmons man, like, he's honest, one of the like best defenders. I've watched a lot of him like his games he's so good defensively if he had that killer instinct he just instinct it, it almost yeah. looks like he's lazy i'm like i'm like he yeah, does if, doesn't if, he? If he had that killer instinct and he had that a bit of that mumba mentality and wanted to go out there and and, and, and like win no matter what he would be i think he could be so good man he's he's already good but Rest in like, peace to, to the great to to that next level it, it's it's a mental thing that it yeah. takes to get to that next level. LeBron, LeBron's got it. I don't mm. think like there's not many players that have that dedication. Yeah, that, work ethic. Like, yeah, Kobe, like what did uh, someone came out and said they're uh, going to go to the gym tomorrow at four a.m. in honor of Kobe. Like they're like that's it. Four a.m. Yeah. I'm in the gym tomorrow. Well, that's Giannis, mate. That's back to what the conversation. Yeah. That's Giannis. It is, you know, he's just that, he just has that killer instinct and he just, if, if, he, if he sits out, he's upset, so, mm. you know, it's not, no days off. All right. 
All right, can I? Can All right, I, mate. Can I end? Well, uh, thanks last, for that. The last podcast that I ever did, um, I I brought in the um, the positivity spell jar. I'm I'm gonna end yeah. with um, it, it's what's gonna turn my fortunes around for the rest of this Puta League season. Uh, it's already it's already worked its wonders, beating Sean by over 200 points. I've I've got Buddy Heald going for nearly 50 points a game at the moment. So that's the the luck spell jar for any of the fantasy GMs that are that are looking for some luck. Uh, you're going to need a jar, basically just any jar really. A uh, bit of basil, some nutmeg. <laughs> Uh, you throw some cinnamon in there, a uh, bit of jasmine, and then and then you're gonna have to go to a, um, a store that sells some rocks. You're gonna look for a piece of citron. So citron is uh, it's a type of stone. You you put the stone in there. You mix it with all of these ingredients, um, and then you just you just put it on a windowsill and you let, let the sun shine off this jar and it will just it will just radiate luck into your life. So the, the luck you spell go, jar is it's in full effect now and you watch me I'm I'm getting out of this loser's tax situation. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I've been free I've been you, you might push I've been, me down there, mate. Rolling for a couple of years too, due to my uh, high finishes. I've, I haven't had to pay. Uh, I won the <laughs> dynasty last year. I had I had Giannis in that, and that was definitely a lot of fun. I had Giannis and Westbrook in that. Um, so I've been I've wow. been free rolling and getting a bit. Pat's had to pay me, a, you know, a bit of extra money from my performances. So I don't I don't want to have to go and pay that losers tax. That's my, my yeah. It number does one priority was being short. <laughs> Now let's get off this losers tax. So, hopefully the luck spell jar. Well, good luck to you, sir. It's magic. Well, the positivity uh, luck spell uh, did win. Sorry, the positivity spell that that, yeah. uh, that worked for you. So uh, hopefully the yeah. uh, luck spell yeah. does. I'd win. like to thank you for having me on. Really appreciate it. Oh, uh, for sure, been, mate. It's been a blast. Um, thanks to anyone that listened, and uh, once again, rest in peace, Mamba. Rest in yeah. peace, the Black Mamba. Everybody, take Thanks, care. Mate. Be safe. It. Enjoy. And um, yeah, everybody, just appreciate every moment you got. Yeah, good Thanks advice. Thanks, uh, mate. Thanks. All right. Bye. See you, Tip. Bye, mate. Bye.